Next, I'd like to introduce... This is Sheeman and Shepard. Good and terrible. You shut your mouth. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. Greetings and salutations, friends of Southwest Florida. How are you today? Hope you're having a glorious Monday, or at least getting back into the flow of things. I am Craig Sheeman, along with Pete Shepard. Chris Beasley on the other side of the glass. This is the Sheeman and Shepard Show on ESPN Southwest Florida, as we like to call it, the Sheeman and Shepard Radio Network. Uh, Many ways for you to participate in the show. Lots of stations to listen to us on, or many of you like to just listen on the old internet, ESPNSWFL.com. You can get to our website, which is basically our hub of everything, by downloading our app on all of your devices, free ESPN Southwest Florida. You can also follow us on Twitter at ESPNSWFL. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig ESPN. Pete Shepard's at PSHEP326. Chris Beasley at Chris in SWFL. Our phone number and our Stony Brook Golf Club text line remain the same, 239-337-ESPN, 239-337-3776. Boys, how are we today? Fantastic. What a day. Huh? What a great weekend, weather-wise. Both you and Chris look like you got a little bit of sunshine. Yeah, great day of golf yesterday. Little color, a little great hue. Friends. Yeah, yes, there's a hue. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Although I did, did, I did something. St- well, you got I injured. I know better. You got injured, right? Because you have No, I didn't get injured. I, I got humiliated. By me. Oh. I humiliated myself. Let's hear. Um, actually played over at uh, at uh, Spanish Wells. And yeah. I, had, I had a ball, a good drive, actually. Took kind of a bad hop on a, a, on a fade. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it ended up in, uh, not the pond, but uh, muddy enough, but a good lie where I have it shot. In the mud? In the mud, but oh, did not you take bad, your not shirt bad. off? Like no, that no, guy no, in the PGA? no, no, no. It was solid enough. It wasn't, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like my shoes were sinking into or anything. But the uh, this was like the sixth or seventh hole. <clears throat> Normally, I don't give a you know what. I just take the ball out and just hit. I don't care. I take a stroke. I'm not right. playing like I'm at the Masters. I know my I know my game. Know your game. Just not great. I know my my 16 to 20 handicap at any given time. So I don't really care about one stroke or another. I care about just having fun and not getting uh, hurt or, in this case, really dirty. So I went to hit uh, five iron. It was about 100, I don't know, 60 yards in the mud out. So I, uh-huh. I normally probably hit a six there for me. Yeah. But I hit a five because anyway, I didn't hit it out. It was more buried than I thought. Oh, and when I tell you, it. when I tell you, uh, no, I didn't plug it. It came out, but not uh, the mud that came out of this shot. I had a great follow through, which for once was a bad thing. Which caused the mud to which the mud rain down upon you. It rained down. I mean, icky, filthy mud. Oh, nasty stuff from hat to my shirt, uh, my shorts, my shoes. Um, my knees, I was absolutely filthy. And I kept finding more spots. And thank God other people I was playing with helping me. Every, every, uh, you know, for the next two holes, I was just 
taking mud off my body. Wow. Then realizing by like the 14th or 15th that I was crusting oh, on my shirt yeah, and, and my shorts. And did it have and it was a... Like, then, then I went to get reach for a tee, which I, I, yeah. I went through like four holes without busting a tee, which is rare for me. I go to reach in my pocket for a tee. It's full of mud. Mud. Oh, and Gross. was it that uh, smelly, stanky it, mud? It was semi-stanky, but it was just more, it was goopy. Oh. And it was everywhere. Who was it with the PGA this weekend that uh, got, got naked to hit one out of the mud because he didn't want to spray his clothes like you just did? He, he avoided you exactly yeah. what you did. Yeah, I, and I just shouldn't have done it. I should have just taken oh. it out, put it on the on the grass, on the, on the rough, and just hit. But wow. I thought it was a decent enough lie. I'm like, oh, okay, let me try something. Did you have a good score? I had a 92, I think. I, I don't and think with, you've... With about three OBs. With I, about three OBs. I don't think you've played in a while, right? I played twice in about three months. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Overall, I was happy when I hit the ball. Well, I, you know, I had fun. I'm not, I'm not out there. Hmm. You know. Chris, you got hey, some son. Were you golfing as well? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, golfed on uh, yesterday morning. Yeah. And uh, I, too, have a little story. Oh, nothing that I did. Do tell, do tell. Nothing that I did. Okay. I uh, was playing with our market manager here, AJ. Yes. We step up on the 12th tee, par three. Where do we play? Uh, Fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks. It was about 168 yards. All right. I don't know what club he had in his hand, but he hit one of the greatest shots I've ever seen in my life. Oh. It landed in the cup. It jarred it. Uh-huh. It hit the flagstick. Wow! It bounced back out to ten feet. Oh! He missed the putt. Oh no! Oh! Six holes later. Oh no! Par three, seventeenth. It was playing two hundred and three yards. AJ steps up with the four hybrid. He says, "No, nah, I don't like the four hybrid. I'm going to go back to the to the bag real quick. You go ahead and hit. I got to go get my three hybrid. Fine. Hits another." Gorgeous shot on a straight line with the flag stick. Mm-hmm. Now, the way the pin was, it was over a little mound, so you couldn't see the flag stick, but this thing was dead straight at it. Yeah. Walk up. I'm expecting to see a ball over the back of the green. Yeah. There's nothing. Oh, in the cup. Hole in one. His first ever hole in one. 203 yards. Oh, wow. One. Uh, it, it, wow, that's amazing. But almost two hole in ones in a six hole stretch. It was it was unbelievable. I lost about seventy five dollars on that hole in one, and I couldn't give a flip because uh, it was so great of a shot. It's a great feeling when you're with somebody and they hit the hole in one. Wow! Now would be greater if it were you. It would be awesome if it were me. But I well, told him I was like, man, that is. I was pumped uh, for him. I was really happy. Did he buy? I, yeah, I'm gonna say a- now. Absolutely, happened? we went what? back to the bar. I had a nice uh, a nice double of uh, Michael Jordan's tequila. Oh, so he bought. Yeah. Nice. yeah, nice little Sunday. No steakhouse after or anything like that? No, we actually had my wife's birthday lunch, so we oh. all went to oh, uh, Pinchers right. downtown. Nice. Hung out there for a little while. Yeah, it was a nice little Sunday. Belated birthday celebration. Yeah, a few days late. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, that is quite yeah. the story. It was, yeah, yeah. How about that? All right, it is uh, seven minutes. I have nothing exciting. To- I told oh. him I'd open with it. So congrats, AJ. There are your flowers. Congrats. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Uh, your two stories are almost as awesome as my Saturday <laughs> night. We've got four hours to dabble into that. But first, it is seven minutes and 47 seconds past the hour. It is time for a Sports Center Rundown. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Chris. 
Oh, this is a great way to start the week. What? <laughs> that out. Sports Center update brought to you by Best Home Services. Service appointments available now. Getbest.com. Adam Schefter reporting multiple teams have reached out to the Chicago Bears about trading for the number one overall pick, and uh, Chicago is leaning towards moving on from the pick. Alabama quarterback Bryce Young will not throw that later this week in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine. He will be the only quarterback to sit out of the throwing portion, at least the only one who's planning on sitting out. The Commanders are releasing slot corner Bobby McCain. It'll save them about $4 million in salary cap space. And tonight, FGCU is at Queens. It's round one of the A-Sun Tournament, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Oh, yeah. yeah in case you uh, missed it, IU swept Purdue with a 79-71 beatdown Saturday night at West Lafayette. Boom. We've won three of the last four. I, uh, against those chumps. Very, very uh, impressive going back and forth uh, between uh, the Celtics 76ers and your game. And uh, both games were awesome. And, uh, yeah, kudos to your team. You're a, you're a damn can. good basketball team. If There's you no, would have told no me Trace Jackson it. Davis doesn't score mm-hmm. at all until eight minutes to go, I would have told you, oh, blowout. But that Not is the a case. sign, whether it's college or pro, that is a sign of a very good slash great basketball team. When you can overcome your best player having a shaky start or not, you know, not that he wasn't playing hard because he was. Well, there was the seven four obstacle all night long. That guy is a he's a building. Yeah, he is. Evie, he's just a he's a building. J- Jalen Hutchinson saved the day. It was good, and yeah. we get our senior uh, point guard back, uh, mm-hmm. Xavier Johnson, this week. So I don't know when he's going to play because Jalen Hutchinson is like working on showing people that he can play in the NBA. Now tonight, another must win for Chris's Tar Heels. Uh, tar- against a red hot Florida State basketball beat, team beat Miami that at beat the, the U at the horn. I'll make this guarantee. If Carolina has a 26 point lead at any point, they will not lose that game. Okay. Or was it 23? Which one? Uh, the Miami. What, how, oh, yeah. Was yeah, it 26 it was. or 23? Yeah, 25. It was 25. Sorry, 25. Okay. Yeah. That was 25. Uh, Iowa was down 13 with yep, 90 seconds State. to go to Michigan State and somehow pulled that, that out. was the game of the weekend. I don't, I don't care about the Lakers. We're not going to do three hours of Laker talk like they've done all morning long. They are trying so hard to get the Lakers into the postseason. Somehow, some way. Not doing it here. Hmm. Uh, they are yeah. only three games out of the five seat. Yeah. Five? Out of the, that out high? Of, yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. But again, they, they, <laughs> because it's that... They keep it's that bundled up in the in the West, but they keep have to jumping over different teams, and and all of a sudden, um, you know, so far they they beat a, a, an under five hundred team, but another five hundred team without their best player. Uh, two game the game before this one they were horrible, and then yesterday for some reason Dallas forgot to not show up in the second half and no. what, whatever. I, it's talk to me when they get there, you know. Two other great things happened this weekend. What else? One in hockey, one in football. One, my man, Linus Ullman. Of course, Craig would pronounce it Linus, but it's yeah. Linus. It's yep. clearly Linus. It's Linus. I think you're both right. You know, I am right. It is Linus Ullman and uh, scoring a goal against the Vancouver Canucks with about 45 so seconds to go. So the guy with the blanket in Snoopy is <laughs> Linus now? He's the best goalie in the NHL okay. and uh, has been all year. So, uh, like Ron Hextall did in the past with the Flyers, and there's been one or two others, I think, too, but this one's been a long time. That was fantastic. And then I wrote about it today, and I don't know if you saw it, a baseball story, a uh, college baseball story. And this will probably be on – this will get some more plays as the day goes on, uh, on some of the shows on, on ESPN, I'm sure. 
This just doesn't happen. And this happened yesterday in Highland Heights, Kentucky, Craig. I don't know if you read my post today. Not yet. Chris. So, Liam McFadden Ackman, junior second baseman for the Northern Kentucky Norse. Yes. Playing Western Michigan. Oh, the Norse. In the back end of, the, uh, of a doubleheader. Going yeah. for the three-game sweep because they beat him on Saturday. He had two Grand Slam home runs in the first inning. Oh, my gosh. And then hit for the cycle at the sixth inning. Hit for the cycle in the game be- <laughs> during the That's sixth inning. That's almost as good as AJ's weekend. And then the Norse <laughs> went on to win the game 27-4. to four. Wow. But I wrote about I mean, that is – and the highlights are on uh, ESPNSouthwestFlorida.com. I know most of you like – this to me, I, I said, this was an historic day. Two grand slams in the first inning, and the kid hits for the cycle before the sixth inning. That is absolutely one of the sickest baseball stats or sports stats I have ever seen in my lifetime. That's pretty cool. That's that's not bad. Yep. Not bad at all. Um, as long as you're talking about baseball, just over the weekend, it seems to me that this new uh, pitch clock, and we'll get into this more later, it's affecting the hitters more than the pitchers. I, I think lo- the pitchers love it. It's the hitters that are, oh, wait a minute. I'm not back in the box with eight seconds to go. It's an automatic strike. In fact, that, your Red Sox, Red Sox game Braves. and Braves. Nothing like a 6-6 tie in a uh, <laughs> Major League Baseball exhibition game. Yeah, That's what happened over the weekend, yeah. I but, thought it, this would have bothered the pitchers more, but it seems to be bothering the hitters. I, I, and it's taking I, oodles I'm, of time off the game. I'm glad it's bothering somebody. 23 minutes thus far have been cut off Major League, Grapefruit League, and, and Cactus League game. 20, it's gone from three hours and one minutes to two hours and 38 minutes. And you may think that's nothing. It is something. It's As Jeff Passon was saying this morning, and I was saying it with him, it's 23 minutes of nothing. You just got rid of 23 minutes of dead time, which is exactly what you want. This is now the equivalent of what an NBA and an NHL game are, about two and a half hours. I two hours it. and 38 minutes. I, I think it's it. fantastic. I don't care if who's bothered, what their reasons is. You spoiled little baby brats. Just pitch like you used to do in high school and Babe Ruth in high school and Legion Ball, whatever. Even in college, there's been a pitch. Just, just suck it up. Adjust, overcome, adapt. It's better for the game. It's better to attract younger viewers that know they're not going to be there well over three hours. I think it's great. Yeah. 23 it. minutes of gone of nothing. You're going to have to condense your beer consuming, though. But, you can't spread it out. You got to do it. You got to get it. it got, well, beer, Craig, Craig. Closes at seventh inning anyway. I got excited about baseball this weekend. Then, yeah, then it's working. Then it, right. Then it's working. I saw the end of the Braves Red Sox yeah. game, and I was at my kids. Uh, it's called Odyssey of the Mind competition. I w- and I clicked on it. And then, Aaron Rodgers there? I was just waiting around for it. Uh, <laughs> no, these kids were a lot smarter than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like something you'd attend. And, uh, but I clicked on it. I can't tell you the last time I clicked on a baseball push notification from ESPN yeah. or MLB. Yeah. I don't do it. I actually clicked on the notification because I was like, huh, this is something I probably haven't seen with baseball. Let me see what it's about. Yeah. It's only good for the sport. It is. And I, and I think most people agree. Um, I just uh, – and, and the fuddy-duddies out there and some of the – and I do think you're going to hear some pitchers complain eventually. Wait till postseason comes. I can't – I just – I want us to be consistent. I want it to be consistent. Max Scherzer loves it. Well, that was the best thing about the end of the Red Sox-Braves game is there was no interpretation for the umpire. No. 
Clock hits eight One. seconds. You're you not see. in the box. And it's shown, It's right? done. It's the clock. Hold the on. Clock yes. is hold, shown. on. hold on. Yes. They don't have a stupid rule where look at the clock, look at the mound, look back at the no. picture. To li- like no. the NFL. No. If you're <laughs> not in the box at <laughs> yeah. eight seconds. Yeah, that's it. It's a strike. Yep. Uh, it's as the, simple as and that. the fact that he called it at the end with what's his name in the box and, and the base is loaded with two outs and two strikes, that I'll give the umpire guts for calling it. Yeah. Good for him. And that wasn't the first time in the game it was called, I don't think. Oh, I think, I think the umpires were anxious to call that. Oh, I want to call this. Oh, I'm I, sure. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I want yeah. this new I want to show everybody I know it, and I want to call this rule. And as soon as that baby hits eight, So again, pitchers must begin their deliveries within 15 seconds when the bases are empty and within 20 seconds when one bases, one or more or bases are occupied. As well, the batter must be in the box and alert. To the pitcher, with at least eight seconds remaining on the pitch clock, pitchers who violate will be charged a ball, and batters who run a foul will be docked a strike. Now, the only part that's a little gray for me sometimes must be in the box and alert. If you're in the box and your head is down, well, I guess, is that alert? It's not your, if you're in the box, you're in the box. It doesn't matter. Smart hitters will toy with that. And, you know, like, like they're kind of digging, they're both feet in the box, kind of digging their cleats in with their head yeah. down. That's not alert. Some will, some will take advantage of that for a while. Yeah, uh, pitchers are allowed to disengage from the rubber just twice during each plate appearance, which is another great thing. Yep. Whether to step off to make a pickoff throw on the tally uh, resets if one or more runners advance during the plate appearance in question. Pitchers may make a third pickoff attempt during a plate appearance, but the runner will advance automatically if he's not picked off on that third <laughs> attempt. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Not this is not great. Just, how many times do you see guys throw over to second base or first? Not so much. Third, hardly ever a pickoff attempt. Yeah, yeah, very rare, rare. rarely. No. And the guy is not even two inches off the bag. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I know Cougar Hunter was out at the uh, Fenway South there on uh, Friday. I think it was. He absolutely loved the pitch mm-hmm. clock. Uh, he says, you take a drink, you say a comment, then the next pitch is on the way, and that's how the whole day goes. It's, it's so much pithy. better. It's so much better watching watching the game. Sarcastic239 says, I haven't watched baseball in years. I actually may, um, although I doubt it. He's being Okay. Yeah. Well, again, uh, in addition to the pickoff throw limitations, base runners are also benefiting from the you know somewhat larger bases. The first, second, and third base backs are now 18 square inches instead of 15. Makes for a bigger target. Uh, for the base runner, it also shortens the distance between the stations. And the distance between home and first and third and home is now reduced by three inches. And the distance between first and second and second and third is now four and a half inches shorter. And finally, the infield overships are no more, which we love. Teams must have four infielders with the infield boundary whenever the pitcher is on the rubber with two fielders stationed on either side of second base bag at the time of the pitch. Teams are still allowed to bring an outfielder in, either onto the field or into shallow outfield. They are not, however, permitted to use four outfielders. Mm. Love it. Good. Love all of it. There, we fix baseball. Yep. Did we? Well, we didn't. Baseball <laughs> might have fixed baseball. I think we've been talking about this. I mean, it's worked in the minor leagues. This has been going on for a long time in the minors and in college uh, baseball as well. All right. Good times. Bring on the spring. Let's go. It's here. It is here. Well, it feels like summer. By the way, twins at Red Sox today. So I just went by it. Well, travel purposes, just <laughs> around, four, around 4 o'clock. Just it'll, yeah, it'll be. It actually was. If you're. If you're I mean, I. I I went by it today about twelve fifteen. It was fine. You just stay in the left lane if I'm going. Just just stay in the left lane or in the right lane if you're coming, depending on what direction you're coming in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty organized. Okay. So beautiful day. Guess a lot of young kids uh, at JetBlue today. Yeah, which is good uh, for good. that game. Good, good, good. 
Well, we did start out talking about a little college basketball. There was one other note in addition to the Hoosier sweeping Purdue. Uh, Nate Oates, again, Alabama. This Brandon Miller, I, I guess he's been doing the pat-downs all season long. Yeah. I didn't notice, and is still doing them, or did them. Again. He stopped. I mean, but how tone-deaf does one have to be? Uh, they were talking about this. I, I watched a lot of um, college game day on Saturday, which they did from Gonzaga. Um. Because they had Mark Few on, and they spent about a half hour on this, and you could tell they it was uncomfortable for them. To, but they did a good job. Well, they, there's a lot of people who didn't think he should be playing anyway, and then he comes out and does that, and now you become tone deaf to a 23 year old girl that's dead. Yeah. Well, I think it was either Billis or somebody brought up a really good point, and the, and that being um, about Miller, if if he if this was a a person not involved in athletics, just a, your average Craig Sheeman. On the campus of Alabama, mm-hmm. your average whatever, A minus students, and this happened. Would he have gotten suspended, expelled, whatever? What would have happened if I had killed somebody, or if, no, I, no, if no. I had brought a gun to, that had been used? But uh, but the same thing. But the somebody. DA could not. But the DA could not. You know. There the, the, were no charges. Oh, oh! If you talk about that, okay. No, if there was if a norm, going backwards it, to talk about, no, I, I still don't. Same think thing that happened to a student. I still don't think campus. there's anything to charge him with. But again, the public image of still doing pat downs in the mm-hmm. smoke when you're getting introduced is ridiculous at this point. Yeah. Had the story been in the national news for a week? Yep. Stop. And and I did Nate Oates not see this happen because he's been doing it. I think every game. It, he it is kind of their when they're introduced. That's kind of his thing that he does with one of the. Bench players, yeah. But if if you're Nate Oates, you've got to. Somebody in that program knew that this is what he does. Yeah, somebody's got to get in his ear, or he's got to say yeah, because yeah. you can't leave it on a 19 year old kid no. to to make that decision. Like, no. yeah, in a perfect world, you'd expect a 19 year old to make that decision. Yeah. But he's 19. Uh, like, yeah. He probably doesn't understand the big picture here and understand that. Yeah, this might not be a good idea here. Somebody's got to get in the middle there and go. Okay, stop with that. Yeah, that's, but after all the heat you took for the previous week, it's been brought up. Questions have been asked. You gotta, you gotta, even if you're 19, you gotta have some awareness. That, mm. No, you do. It, sometimes the youth excuse is so it's it's so overly played. Yeah. Um, and then Oak says, "I don't watch our introductions. I'm not involved with them. I'm drawing up plays during that time." God, stop it! I also think stop. that it's unfair to think a 19 year old's got everything in life figured out. I'm not saying they should, but there's some common sense uh, stuff. There. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put it more on the coach than the player. If somebody died in my circle, even if it was my external circle, I I would try to remain small. Do all my talking when the lights are on and the game's playing, the way he scored yeah. 41 in South yep. Carolina, I thought was big league with everything he had going on. But come on. Uh, and you know what? Maybe I was just more mature at 19 than this kid. He's a better basketball player at 19 than I was. I was more mature at 19. How about? Let's yeah. just leave it at that. Both Hello. true. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. But, you know, it is like I said, if the exact same thing happened to a kid who wasn't on the basketball team or an athlete, just your regular Joe Smith, and the, and the exact same situation involved, would that kid remain have remained on campus? Now, if the answer is yes, okay, then no problem. And, again, remember – the media kind of latched onto this story. This is not something that happened last week or two weeks ago. This is five, a month, almost a month and a half old, five and a half weeks old. But yeah. the news that did come out last week is that Brandon Miller was the one that transported the gun, even yeah. though it was unknowingly yeah. transporting the yes. gun. Yes, yes. Right. That's were, why the story got rehashed and everything last yeah. week. Yeah. 
and also got rehashed because they couldn't form any charges against them. <clears throat> All right. Uh, on a much lighter note, XFL picks are in for week two. Oh, I, I didn't see one highlight. How did I do? I didn't see one highlight or uh, nothing. I didn't Let want... me get. I think I went one and two. I think we went over. Craig and the coin were perfect. Three and zero. Oh? Pete and Chris were also perfect the other way. <laughs> oh and three. Oh man. See, my goal is to lose as many games with that as I can. By the way, I gave you another winner on Friday you night. Super teased it. Back on track Friday night. Finished the week two one and one with the Phoenix Suns. Again, so that puts my awesome record my in the last thirty three at twenty five seven and one. That's seven seventy three winning percentage overall on the year on the Sheeman and Shepherd Show. Twenty six ten and one. That is a seven one six winning percentage. So. I also gave you a winner on Friday. Uh, Indiana plus seven. Craig Sheeman special. Boom. Loved it. Every minute. Of yeah, they went out right. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Like it's uh, Orlando, right? No, I'm talking about the Hoosiers. Oh, that. Plus no, but, seven but Indiana, at Purdue. Indiana, I think, was minus seven, and they won easily. Oh, who cares Friday about night. that? Well, well, you can't give out a play for Saturday and Why Friday. Why not? <laughs> it's a Friday. We're going out. There's no... <laughs> I was going to bring that up, Pete. Oh, really? Oh, really? I, I, I didn't. I had to pick a Friday I, game? Is that the rule I, now? I didn't well, yeah. bring it up, but I said I could have brought it up. <sighs> I'm, you know what? I'm not letting you two rain go, on my parade. I'm flying go, high right now. Golden Knight, here's where you're – he goes, of course the kid remain on campus, Pete. The kid was not charged. You can't just expel someone for nothing. The college would be sued. There are no charges being brought. I don't disagree with any of that, Golden Knight, except for this. How many times in all of our lives, even Chris's young life, have we seen players, and especially in college, suspended for what? Being late for a meeting? Um, not showing up on time for this class or that class. Many, many other things far, far less egregious than than allegations like this. And there always seems to be some sort of punishment. And you can say there's not charges were filed, and there weren't. But we have seen many, many times in the past that just being involved in a particular situation, whether it's fair or not, that the school will react in a way where the player is – is suspended um, or there is some sort of discipline invoked. It, I mean, you can't deny that. That's that's a problem I have. We, we, I mean, we see kids miss a team meeting and get suspended. Yeah. You're, you're, you're late for curfew, suspended. This is a and you, you can talk about allegations, not, uh, you know, that they didn't form any charges, everything else. We've seen far, far less egregious uh, incidents in college basketball where the kid was suspended. Or a lot more, you know, was paid attention to. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All right, uh, I'll take your thoughts. Two three nine three three seven ESPN. Two three nine three three seven three seven seven six. Again, I think we mentioned earlier, uh, Florida Gulf Coast and Queens, a Sun basketball Kennesaw tournament starting State. at their court. Starting, uh, starting tonight. Yep. So uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's still. Oh, is that game at Kennesaw State? Well, that's where the tournament is. Yeah, yeah. I thought in the A Sun, each team hosted. The higher seated team host, or the the lower no, seated okay. team hosted. Got him right here. Queens. Uh, well, they're both seventeen Queens. and fourteen. Queens is in so. North Carolina at the Sun Tournament in Kennesaw, Georgia, at the KSU uh, Convocation Center. So I think that game's there, but I think the tournaments are held at the the neutral site because the winner tonight will play Kennesaw, okay. the top seated team in the A Sun okay. tomorrow night. That's gotcha. a, that's what it. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Okay. All right, we are just warming up here on a Monday, and uh, don't forget, ESPN Southwest Florida is happy to be part of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes for their dinner gala. That is Wednesday, March. 4th. That's this Wednesday. That's like in two days. 
So if you want to jump on that, Dabo Sweeney will be in town, the keynote speaker. If you'd like to attend it, it's swfloridafca.org for all the information. Shemita Shepard, ESPN Southwest Florida. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Craig Sheeman along with Pete Shepard. Chris on the other side of the glass. Sheeman to Shepard ESP on Southwest Florida. Recapping a lot over the weekend. And I got a lot of texts, both personally and here. I see a few. A lot of people checking out Live Golf this weekend. And uh, the reviews are in. And I haven't heard a negative comment yet. Oh, really? I was just going to get to this. Okay. Um, Chris wrote a whole story about it today. Hang on. Let me. Let me. Headline, nobody is watching Live Golf. Let's put it this way. Now, we, of course, were a revenue juggernaut for Live Golf on Friday because yes. we had it on two TVs, at least in yeah. this building. Yeah. But the Saturday broadcast that Chris wrote about did a measly 0.2 ratings. It wasn't even the most successful broadcast on the CW. World's Funniest Animals outdrew Live Golf. Wow. On Saturday. Wow. Friday, because of us, I mean, I'm sure it did at least a one. <laughs> That's two TVs to count. Well, I don't. I'm not surprised by that. But I am. But some people, uh, but I've, just, I've seen reach out said that they watched it and they liked it. They loved the coverage or whatever they were doing. I didn't watch any this weekend. I didn't watch. I just it. think it's tough to be home a lot of times on a Saturday afternoon when this is going on. You have to say that for the PGA Tour as well, um, except for the majors. When I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, I'm not. I'm not hanging around. I'm, I'm out. If I'm out, I'm watching games out. Uh, I was out Saturday on, uh, on Fort Myers Beach again well, with some friends and had a ball. And they had like four TVs on. They were all on basketball games. So I watched all of them. It's beautiful in April, but you'll still you'll go inside and watch the Masters. Well, that's what I said, besides the majors. Yeah. Besides the majors, you, you, you know, you make an exception for. Yeah. But. Well, I guess nobody's making uh, an exception for Mexico City. I, I, pr- I don't. See, I'm not an. I, I don't care if the ratings are but, 0.2. It doesn't really matter to me. I know it's not going away. I don't think anytime soon. So I, I don't care who's watching or isn't watching. But yeah, that's the thing is this tour doesn't need to no. generate money to survive. No. no, it's going to be here as long as the Saudi group backing it mm-hmm. still wants to do it. Yep. And, I mean, they didn't have a very good leaderboard this weekend either. It was maybe a little more name recognition than what the PGA Tour had, but not not a lot. I mean, DJ, I guess, was on the front page, but he was something like seven strokes back mm-hmm. at the start of the final round. So, I don't, I don't know. It's... And was it was it Chris Kirk who won the Honda? Yeah. Did you see the shot that happened? Was it on the 16th? No, I didn't watch any golf, no. I saw the highlight. He, um... Or the eight? No, it was the eighteenth hole. It was the eighteenth hole. He ended up winning it. I believe it was Chris Kirk who had, you know, they had the Honda uh, in the middle of the lake on a platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he approached the par three, went went at it, came up short. The ball hit the rock on the, the rock, um, you know, on the side. Ricocheted off the rock and almost went through the window of the car. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Chris Kirk won. He won this one. 
One million five hundred twelve thousand. That it. Chris Kirk, Eric Cole, Tyler yeah. Duncan, yeah. Ryan Gerard, Ben Martin. How many of you know any of those people? That's not a household list of names. No. Followed by Sepp Straka, Ben Taylor, Shane Lowry. I know Sepp Straka. Uh, Justin Sue was ahead. I know when, Shane Lowry. Yeah, I know Shane Lowry. Dylan Wu. David Lingmurth tied for 10th. No, David Lingmurth. He's no. been around for a little while. You know Zach Johnson tied for 12th. Cameron Percy, know him. No, it's not. It wasn't a great field this weekend. Like, <laughs> there was. You could have taken the five most popular guys to tee it up at the Honda, and the leaderboard still would have been. Yee. Kegs and Eggs says the Saudis just started letting women drive cars three years ago. I don't think they care what anybody thinks. Oh, no. That's that's very obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's woefully obvious. Yes. <laughs> and then. Um... Yeah, another pivot because I think this story could end up being fast. I, I don't know how Milwaukee Bucks fans feel about this, but that Jimmy and, D, Jimmy and D Haslam looks like they are have a great shot to buy the Milwaukee Bucks from Mark Larson Lazary for three point five billion. Yeah, the Milwaukee Browns. Yeah, that's uh, that's the end of the <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. That's it. That's the end. Uh, you might as well trade Giannis, get some picks, and then go into oblivion. <laughs> The deal would be the second highest valuation ever for an NBA team being surpassed only by the $4 billion purchased by the Phoenix Suns by Matt Ispia from Robert Sarver that was completed earlier um, this month. I remember it just seems like yesterday you could get an NBA franchise for two, under two bill. <laughs> yep. A steal. Drop in a bucket. Yeah. The bargain bin. I think that's what the Clippers went for when he was forced to uh, sell. Uh, two bill? I think it was two bill. And that was the thing. That's a huge. That is actually a steal now. The guys that market. Yeah. So your owner is like called a racist, has to sell his team, and he makes almost a two billion dollar profit on his original investment. That's punishment. That'll show him. (laughs) Is he still alive? (laughs) Who? The uh, the the names. I'm going to bring the former owner of the Clippers. Oh, sell the team. Donald uh, Donald Donald Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Is Donald Sterling still? I he is he passed? Uh, uh, he is still uh, um, He's still alive? Yeah, he is. Uh, speaking of passing 88 away, years old. Uh, we lost uh, Terry Holland, yeah. former Virginia coach at age 80. Great coach. And, uh, you know, when Ralph Sampson got there in 1980, we were all – they didn't show a lot of college basketball back then. Like you got, and they showed a lot of Virginia. You got to see the yeah. NBC game of the week, Craig. Remember, yeah. right before ESPN really started to get going with college troops. But yes. you, when Ralph Sampson got there – it was like a given. They're going to win four titles. So who's going to beat them? And then they didn't. They did win a title. They won an NIT as freshman year. They did get to a Final Four, but they never won the whole thing. Yeah. Powerful team, but they never won the whole thing. Just a smidge short. Yep. And uh, speaking of selling teams, not to bounce around too much, but um, so we talked on Friday how Jeff Bezos was interested in buying Washington, but Daniel Snyder hates the Washington Post owned by Bezos because of the criticism <laughs> He refuses to sell to him. Now others are saying oh, he's just jacking up the price, but uh, I don't know how that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. They're in a little bit of a whizzing match, if you will, throwing billions around. I saw an NFL rumor this week or earlier this morning that the Jets are exploring. I know we're going all over the place, but I mean, there's some, there's some interesting stuff here. The Jets are exploring, all, according to Albert Breer, all quarterback um, 
uh, all options. That means they're, are they going to call every team? Oh, say, no. Hey, listen wait, to this. Geno Smith, which we've heard before. Yeah. They're also looking at veterans such as Ryan Tannehill and Jimmy Garoppolo, in right. addition to Rodgers and Carr, right. and also one Daniel Jones. Wow. Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever made the switch? Like the roommate switch? I got it! <laughs> that is one of the most underrated episodes in sci-fi oh, it's history. one of my favorites. Can't be done. Can't be done. <laughs> and then, wow, the switch. <laughs> yep. Giants to the Jets. Danny Dimes. Yep. Well, uh, and we may explore that early, later. I know that um, uh, Florio put together the top 100 free agents available for the NFL. It's on Pro Football Talk today. We may dabble with that, too. And, of course, Danny Dimes is uh, is on that list as, as the top 10 as as we speak right now. So uh, we'll get all that. We got Sound Street coming up in just a little bit. Uh, Damian Lillard just going nuts. Glad he could play. He's very good. <laughs> yeah, when he plays. The uh, the Mavericks blow the twenty seven point lead. Reaction to that. Charles Barkley and more. All that coming up. And every day this week, be listening at four forty five to play Wikipedia and win a pair of tickets to the uh, Bush Gardens Mardi Gras. Uh, that is going on select dates through March 5th. Also, you can register online at ESPNSWFL.com to try and win there. But uh, you can definitely get them if you call a 9 on Wikipedia later on today. Sheeman and Shepard, ESPN, Southwest Florida. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Taking a cruise through all the sound. But they're not going to rook us. Don't you ever talk about me! Who was talking about you? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! I can say anything I want. That's the beauty of this country. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. It's time for Sound Street on Sheeman and Shepard. Damian Lillard scored 71 points versus the Rockets. Made 13 three-pointers. Here's his 12th three. On Root Sports. Comes off the screen. Tate with him, sets his feet, leans back for three. Got it! Damian Lillard, a career high. The three-pointer for Lillard is 12th of the night to 32. One of the great scorers, one of the great shooters of all time. Again, finishing with 71 in the win. Here's Lillard on his big night. I mean, we got, I think, 23, 22 games left after this. Um... Yeah, we need to win as many as possible. And, uh, you know, obviously being shorthanded, I know that it's going to be a team effort, but I feel like I got to, you know, do my best to be aggressive uh, and just try to do what I can to make sure that we get some wins. And, you know, that's all the case was was tonight. I wanted to be in attack mode. I got it going, and I just stayed aggressive. That is attack mode. No doubt about it. <laughs> uh, here's a first. He'll be sitting out tomorrow. Perhaps. Load management. <laughs> um, here's a first. Anthony Davis played because uh, we have a highlight of him. Played well. The Lakers were down 27 against the Mavericks, and they won. Here's a fadeaway by AD to make it 108-105. Lakers on uh, ESPN. Uh, it's busted. What happened? I don't know. My my program's not been working today. <laughs> All right, so just this highlight or the rest of the deal? No, the oh, just give me a second. Oh. Just give me a second. I think I'm putting too much sound into it, so I just got to go a little slower. 
Kick it. You've put me in an awkward Bling. position now to have to vamp by talking Lakers because that's what we're talking about. Well, as you know, Craig. <laughs> okay, go, 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 go. Right, here's AD. <laughs> Davis guarded by Luka. Got a size advantage, and there it is. That was an easy call. Anthony Davis with the easy deuce. He's looking like 2020. Yes, he is, Doris. Yeah, Doris. All right, uh, here's Jason Kidd. His Mavericks need to grow the heck up if they want to mm-hmm. win. We have to grow up if we want to win a championship. There's no young team that's ever won a championship, uh, mentally or physically. And so um, just to see how we could respond, um, again, two and a half quarters, we're playing at a high level on both ends, uh, offensively and defensively. But what the Lakers just showed us is that it's not, it's not a race. It's not the rabbit who wins. It's the turtle. And, and they, they work the game. And, and that's where we have to get to. We have to get better at working the game, and uh, we will. Wow. Now, you probably read Aesop's Fables back in the day, the tortoise and the hare, some yeah. version of that. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard about, first analogy I've heard about that in a long, long time. So I give him, an, I give him credit for that. But sometimes the rabbit does win. Well, <laughs> Sometimes the rabbit does win. Yeah. Like when the Hoosiers sprinted out of the locker room at halftime with a 12-0 run and they just kept going and going and going and Purdue never caught up. Similar analogy. Good job. Now, I don't want to hear it from you when they probably will play again in the Big Ten tournament about uh, you don't like seeing rematches in three. It's so hard to beat a team three times in a row. Well, it isn't. It's not as hard as you think. Oh, it happens I, more yeah, often we, than not. Yeah, we got Purdue's number. I want to play them. But you're going to hear from the Purdue people the hard it is to I, win three I, times I want to play them every time. <laughs> they can't beat us. No. Uh, Actually, if you win and if you do play them again, if that happens, it would be your fourth straight win going back to last year. Uh, no, it would be uh, we're three out of four because we lost at Lafayette last year. We won at Purdue. So we won three of four. No, but, yeah, but I thought you. The, we won at Bloomington. We lost at West Lafayette and we won them both this year. So, But when did you did you play last? In, I just said we won in Bloomington. Then we lost then at lost West Lafayette. Lafayette. Okay. And then we won the two this Somebody year. Somebody said this morning was your third straight, third straight win. That's wrong. Three, okay. three out of four. That's what I thought. And basically, okay. ever since uh, Woody took over as head coach, we've, we're three and one. Is that what we're calling Mike Woodson now? Oh, yeah, we call him that. Okay. Woody, um, it's a good hockey name. Anyway, uh, and there's a high likelihood we may play in the Big Ten tournament because the Big Ten this year has a double bye for the top four. And it always had that? I think, well, the ACC's had it forever. Now. So well, since they've expanded. Just the, play Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday if you make it to the finals. That's it. Um. All right. Here is uh, Brian Windhorse, Wendy, Jason Kidd, with that comment about growing up. He's basically talking to Luca on Get Up. He's calling out Luka Doncic. You know, when he says we're immature and we have to grow up, he's the five starters yesterday. Only one of them was in his twenties. Other three were in their other four were in their thirties. He was talking about Luca specifically. I think talking about how Luca got distracted in this game, complaining to the officials as the Lakers are making this big comeback. And he's right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's absolutely correct. And uh, that's it. And he's not alone. LeBron does it ninety percent of the time. LeBron's never had a foul called against him that he doesn't like. And uh, but Luca let it affect his game. He did. He let it affect his game. And. Look, the NBA officials. We we know how bad it, it can be, but you can't you can't uh, you can't be complaining a lot. Tatum has a bad habit sometimes too. He goes through stretches where he, he complains about uh, a bunch of calm. Like, shut up, get back on D because he's an excellent defender, and and don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Uh, we can't play the Charles Barkley sound. 
Why not? I don't know. I just tried putting it in again, and it forced the program shut. So Charles' head too big. Did you hear the great line that Kenny Smith said to him last Thursday night? No. <laughs> Charles goes, well, tell me something you don't think I've ever heard before. <laughs> Kenny goes, I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, pump for the river. The Big Ten may have had a double bye last year. I was not aware because we weren't. In that, you're in the playing section. game. You're ready for the. You're ready for the playing we were, game. I wasn't paying close attention who, to the upper you're, you're, upper you're echelon. Ripped the playing who t- games all who year. Who texted you, you that I was right about that? No, I wanted to look it up. No, oh, check okay, yeah, okay. You were. I, I am full on giving you <laughs> kudos. Nobody has texted. I felt like your brother texted no. you. I was like, no, we had the oh, double by last go? year. Did I, your brother text you? I haven't spoke to him. I spoke to. Of course him, not. I spoke to him before the game because it was his wife's birthday. And I said, uh, I'm going to celebrate your birthday to my sister-in-law by watching how uh, you pummel. She's a Boilermaker also. <laughs> by pummeling the Boilermakers uh, just for your birthday. That was heartfelt. And it was true. <laughs> and it happened. <laughs> All right. Um, Anyway, uh, we still got some sound here with uh, Tim Hasselbeck and Jeff Passan. We'll get into uh, all that. Uh, a little more NFL news we got to get to, too, that we really haven't touched on in the first hour so. We will take care of all that, and then Chris will tell me which one of his sound bites can still. Are we done with the Barkley? Or I want to hear like we any shot of it when we come back. I'll I'll try to play around with it during the break and see what the problem is. All right, all I'm, that, I'm not hopeful. We're that, probably not going to get to hear from Chuck today. Dang, you can get to hear from us though. Shaman and Shepherd, ESPN Southwest Florida.